You're listening to the podcast of River of Life Christian Fellowship in Durant, Oklahoma. Visit us online at rolcf.org. We're going to leave the children in here uh, so they can experience the honoring of their mothers. Uh, I'm going to share just a short little bit this morning. And uh, we're going to proceed with honoring the mothers. We have a gift for them. And we're going to pray for each mother that's here. Uh, I have to set the stage for that ministry to the mothers with the word. Does everybody understand? So just just bear with me. Uh, Let me set the ministry up in accordance with the word. And then we'll go from there. 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 1. Verse 16, for we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we were made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. See, this is written by Peter, and he's referring back to the Mount Transfiguration that's mentioned in the book of Matthew. Verse 17 says, for we, for he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. For the last few weeks, what we've been doing here at River of Life is we've been talking about the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven where, where it says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. That there is a kingdom of heaven. There's a realm that we are supposed to live in as believers called the kingdom of heaven. We're supposed to have a kingdom of heaven mindset We're supposed to understand the language of the kingdom, the keys of the kingdom. See, these aren't just phrases and words out there. There's literally keys to the kingdom. The scripture says that loose and bind. There's there's tokens of the kingdom. There's language of the kingdom. There's a mindset of the kingdom. And that is all part of discipleship. Most people just get saved and never get discipled. Jesus said, go ye and make disciples. It's a process. It's a series of events that take place in your life. And learning how to speak the language of the kingdom is important. The language of the kingdom is not English. The language of the kingdom is not Americanese. We are Americans that speak English, and we have a mindset that is formulated because of our past. We have an understanding that we work with every day. And we take the Word of God and adapt it to our understanding and make it fit what we understand. This is called a simulation. The Church of America has a simulated the gospel, the word of God, into our understanding and how it fits our society. Does everybody understand that? We're not supposed to assimilate the gospel into our culture. We're supposed to assimilate our culture into the gospel. As long as we interpret the Bible according to our customs and our traditions and our language and our understanding, 
we interpret the Bible incorrectly. Jesus even said this, that the traditions of men or the culture or what's normal to man makes the word of God of no effect. Wow. It is the traditions or what is made normal. Even to the children of Israel, they had had customs and things that they had adhered to and brought into, because of, but it was making the word of God of no effect. Because they were assimilating the gospel or the word into their understanding instead of their understanding. Lean not to your own, no matter what culture you come from. No matter what language you speak. Don't lean to your own understanding, but trust in the kingdom's understanding. We need to learn kingdom thoughts, kingdom principles. What we've been talking about the last few weeks are kingdom languages, some words that we use in churchdom that we really don't understand what the words really mean according to kingdom. We talked about the word wait. We're just waiting. We sang about it this morning. About waiting. But you know, once you get an understanding of what the word wait really means, I'm excited to wait. Oh, I'm excited to wait on God. It doesn't mean that you're just done everything you can do and you're just waiting on God to show up. That's not what waiting is. Waiting is holy anticipating. If you take the words W-A-I-T, holy anticipating an impartation of something that's going to bring transformation. That's waiting on God. Those that wholly, with their whole being, anticipate an impartation that's going to bring not change but transformation on the inside. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their... Oh. The word glory. We talked about the word glory. God's view and opinion. It's his, the realm of His reality is what the word glory means. It's just not a word that we throw out there. Oh, we're just looking for the glory. Oh, look, there's a glory cloud. The Bible says signs and wonders are a sign of His glory. Signs and wonders is what's normal to God. It's His reality. His reality. See, a king's reality is in His kingdom. His kingdom. God's will is, uh, a king's will is done within a, a king's kingdom. kingdom. Mm. Everything turns out for good to them that love him and are called according to the king's purpose for them. The purpose the king has for you is within his. So if you're living a life outside the, it ain't going to work good for you. That's why the scripture says, make your calling an election. Sure. What calling an election? The calling an election in the kingdom. That there's a life, there, all the promises of God are yes and amen. Where? In America? Italy? Europe? In God's kingdom. There's a mindset, there's a language. The scripture says that fearlessness is an evident token of the enemy's defeat in your salvation. Token. You know what a token is? It's a form of currency. The Bible even has, I mean the kingdom even has currency. 
You know, if, you de if you take a quarter and rub off one side of the quarter, you deface the quarter, and the United States of America will not honor that quarter any longer because you've devalued the quarter. You've defaced it. Faith without is, is of no value in the kingdom. You can't see faith is a token. It has two sides. It has a heads and a tail. It has believing and has action for it to work within the kingdom. Kingdom principles are vital. The word this morning we're going to talk about is, is the word honor. The word honor, it, it, it's just, you know, we, we, we just throw it out there, but we really never talk about the word, the, what the words mean within the kingdom. It says here that Jesus, the, the verse we just read said that Jesus received honor and glory. Oh, okay, there we go. Honor, the word honor literally means value. It literally means value. In other words, when Jesus heard from God, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, when he heard that with his ears, he received his value. He received, oh, I am, it was, it, he knew who his father was. He knew who his father was. He said at a young age, I must be about my father's business. But he heard for the first time when he was baptized by John the Baptist, raised up out of the water, he heard with a voice, said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. He heard at Mount Transfiguration. He heard it again. Don't listen to Elijah. Don't listen to Moses. But hear him. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Peter was a witness of that. And that's what Peter and 2 Peter was talking about right here. That they were eyewitnesses of this event. And they saw that he received honor. He received value. When he heard and experienced God's approval of him. We are supposed to be about honoring one another in the body of Christ. See, when Jesus, uh, in Matthew chapter, I believe it's 13, Jesus went home uh, to his own hometown and he didn't experience the honor that he was receiving elsewhere as he went. Jesus had been, been uh, healing the sick, raising the dead, uh, making, I mean, signs and wonders followed Jesus everywhere he went, everywhere, except... In his own hometown. That's where you hear the voice, the, 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 the verse that says, A prophet is without honor in his own home. Jesus, the manifest Son of God, full of power and authority, operating in the gifts everywhere he went, manifesting kingdom principles everywhere he went. Matter of fact, everywhere he went, if someone had faith, he said, Be it under your faith. According to your faith be healed. See, in God's kingdom, it's about your faith. What do you believe? To him whom believe. If you don't believe nothing, fill in the blank. According to your faith. Some people don't even believe. Oh, the, the kingdom is full of promises. Life, matter of fact, the promises are God's way for us to experience His divine nature, says in, in the book of 2 Peter chapter 1. His divine nature is experienced by experiencing the promises. 
But in his own hometown, he didn't do any signs and wonders. Why? They didn't honor him. Why didn't they honor him? Well, isn't this the carpenter's boy that was raised right down the street? They knew him as a carpenter's boy. They didn't know him as the king of kings, the Lord of lords. They didn't know him as the Messiah. They didn't know him as the one that could raise the dead. Even though they heard, see, they heard about it, but they didn't, couldn't believe it. So they, all, they got what they believed. In your life, you will get what you... If you believe, us, believe Jesus is just a little boy that was raised by Virgin Mary, died on a cross, little manger, that's what you're going to get. But if you believe, He brought a kingdom where the promises of God are yes and amen to Him who believes. Well, Pastor, what does this got to do with Mother's Day? Well, you've just been set up. Turn me to the book of 1 Peter. See... I, for you to understand me a little bit, I try not to let the calendar affect what I minister. I don't believe the calendar leads me in what to, to preach. I believe the Holy Spirit leads me in what to preach. Just so happens, Mother's Day is coming right in line with the word honor. And so we're going to use Mother's Day as an example Of the word honor. I know of no one in the family that is more selfless than the mother. Do I hear any? Wait a minute. Greg, we've got to say that one more time. I don't, I don't know of anybody in the family that's more selfless than the mother. All the men say amen. amen. For a minute I didn't think y'all heard me the first time. That was a perfect opportunity, a place for you to agree with me and get some benefits. I'm going to say that one more time. I don't believe there's any person in the family that's more selfless than the mother. Amen. <laughs> Holy Ghost is moving. You gotta look for those opportunities, gentlemen. First of all, I'm gonna speak to the ladies, to the mothers. Your value, your dignity, your worth is not because you gave birth. It's because you are a child of the Most High God. 
and you are endued with power and you're given a gift. One of those gifts is motherhood. But your identity is not in the fact that you're a mother. Your identity is in the fact that you're a daughter of God. Full of power. And you must foremost honor yourself in that gift. For you to believe that is the first step for you to see that in your life. The scripture says that Jesus didn't have any honor. He said a prophet is without honor in his own home. Frank came up, gave me a word this morning. Frank, here's what was in my heart all morning. I didn't read that scripture as a prophet is without honor. I read it a prophetess is without honor in her own home. Because we have not honored the mother for who she really is. See, we've seen the mother as one that takes care of the infants and gives birth. Of course, reverse that around. Gives birth and takes care of the infants. <laughs> but the mother's much more than that. She has a gift and a calling from God that we haven't even tapped into yet. Mostly because the home hasn't honored her in that position. We've honored her only in the position that America and churchdom has told us to honor her in. Let me read a verse to you. In 1 Peter here it says, verse 7 in chapter 3, Husbands likewise dwell with them, meaning your wives, with understanding. So I don't want to hear this. I just don't understand them. <laughs> I've said that how many times? It says the Bible here that we better learn how to understand them. With understanding, giving honor to your wife as to the weaker vessel, as being heirs together of the grace of life. In other words, there is grace for life. You want life in your home? There's grace for it. The only way you're going to experience the grace of God for the life that you have to live is when we as husbands begin to honor our wives. When we, we, when we begin to give them, see the way God sees them and begin to give them the honor that's due them, not because they just gave birth, but because they have a gift from God that can change our lives. Okay, I'll read the rest of it. Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel and being heirs together of the grace. We talked about grace being God's ability. We talked about that last week. Grace is God's ability in, our, in your inability as an individual to... Live in the life God wants you to live in. He's given you grace to do that. That your prayers may not be hindered. This is telling me that 
When we pray, if we're not honoring in one accord our wife and the mother of our children, our prayers are being, the word hindered means cut off. You can pray all you want to, but if you're not honoring the mother of your children, children, the, the, the scripture says to honor your father and are these just nice little sayings that we have in church them and we throw them out there and don't mean nothing? Yeah. What's it mean to honor your mother? One day of a year we have Mother's Day. Yes, I said that sarcastically. Because every day should be a Mother's Day. Amen. Well, okay, now wait a minute. <laughs> Men, I picked on you early. Ladies, every day should be a Mother's Day. Amen. One more time, that was a little weak. It could be the, the, the high-pitched tone, I don't know. But every day should be a Mother's Day. Amen. Just like one day a year we have Christmas. Oh, Christmas should be every day. One day a year we have Thanksgiving. One day a year we celebrate Easter. The traditions of men make the word of God of no Maybe when we quit just celebrating one day. See, that one, at least we got one day to honor the gift God's given us. But women... One of the greatest messages ever hit the church was T.J. Jakes. Women, thou art loosed. Listen, you're not loose. Listen, there's lots of women in the world that give birth that aren't Christians. Yes. Right? Is that deep revelation? You have been given a gift, not just to be a mother, but there's a gift of God within you that if, that if you could see yourself being a prophetess, having the gift of healing, having the gift of faith, having the gift of giving, having the gifts of the manifestation, having the gifts of being vessels of the promises within the kingdom of heaven, if you can see yourself, yes, being a mother, but a mother full of the power of God. You understand? Being able to lay your hand on your children... And healing, just not yours, but other people's children. Seeing yourself favored by God. Knowing your value isn't from... See, what happens, what happens, mother, when your children raise up and go away? Where's your value? Oh, your value is rich. If you know your value is in Christ, in the way God sees you, and, and, and that you've got the power of God in you to... To make the miraculous happen. If you just believe it. It's not only of you believing it. But it's about us. The people in your lives honoring you. See we have grown so normal. We have seen. Most of the times we relate with our, with our mate. The way because of the past. Well I know her problems. If you only knew what I knew about her. You would. You know there are women all over the world. That travel and teach the gospel. And signs and wonders happen all over the world and they go home. Guess what? <laughs> nobody, nobody cares. 
Why? Because it's called the sin of familiarity. It's this being too, too familiar with somebody that you lose track the very issue that they're a woman of God. See, the scripture says for us to honor what? One another. I'm supposed to prefer you. Why am I supposed to prefer you? Why am I supposed to honor you? Because it's not you. It's the gift of God. That God there's God in there. I, it's no longer Him that liveth, but Christ that lives in Him. And I can, oh my gosh. There, there, there's faith in there, and I, that's going to affect my life. If you don't honor the God in other people, you'll never experience God. Jesus' own family, excuse me, his own neighbors didn't respect and believe in the God that was in Jesus. So they didn't experience it. I respect and I, I know the gift that's in Frank. Guess what? Because of that gift, I receive it. You know, you'll, you'll see, you see how simple this, this principle is. And I don't want to delay, uh, deal with it for a long time because we have ministry to do this morning, but... But if you want healing, if you want to have a, a healing ministry, a healing service, you know what you do? You advertise that you're having a healing service. You go out and get someone that has the gift of healing, and you promote it, and you talk about it for two or three months before the event gets here. And when it gets here, you've done your TV, you've done your radio, you've done your posters. Everybody in town's talking about the healing ministry that's going to be taking place at one, at one time, one day, and everybody comes to experience the what? Healing. The healing. Guess what happens? Healing. People get healed. Why? Because everybody is believing. In one accord. In agreement. In Matthew 18 it says, We're two people, two people. A daddy and a mommy. When they agree, What's the Bible say will happen? It will be done. That word agree does not mean mental assent. It doesn't mean, well, you say that, I say this, we'll just agree and we'll just go. No, it means, that word, that word agree literally means, it's a musical term that literally means to bring into harmony, to harmonize. In other words, when her heart and my heart are linked together and we're believing for kingdom principles and the promises of God made fast in our family, we're going to see the results of what our, our harmony. If there's not harmony here, you're going to see the results in your family. It is vitally important for husbands, dads, for you to be in harmony with your mate. So you can be in one accord and you can be in agreement. You don't even have to speak it. Go ahead and speak it. But because of the harmony there, it's a sweet sound in the kingdom of heaven. This is the way the kingdom of heaven works. Verse says, for the husbands to honor the gift that's in their wife. And you'll experience it. It says if you don't honor it, your prayers are going to be hindered. The word hindered means cut off. Why aren't we seeing the answers to our prayers? Hmm. Counseling 101. Get in unity. Be of one mind. 
Start honoring your wife because she's a weaker vessel, the scripture says. It doesn't, that doesn't mean less valuable. It means not as strong. All right? It doesn't mean she's less valuable. But because you have the power, you're in one accord in your heart. You honor her and the gift that she has and the presence of God in her. And guess what? You're, let's reverse this around. What happens when you don't honor your wife? No testimonies? <laughs> when you, ain't nobody happy. So flip it around. We've been living 20, 30 years with unhappy with families just because America is just the way we do it. It's our custom. I just one one day a year we're gonna honor her, but I'll honor her then. I, she knows I love her. I don't have to tell her. Yeah. Every time I go to work, that should show her I love her. Yeah, you're just doing what Americans do in our culture and our society. When we start doing what the kingdom of heaven says to do, we might see the manifestation of God in our family, in our children's. We might see the gift of teacher come out of our wife and our mothers, the gift of the, the, the oh, prophetess. The prophetess, the healing. Women, don't, mothers, don't see yourself just as a mother. Because there's something else birthed in you. That was the word this morning. Was it not, Frank? The word this morning was that there's something else birthed in you, mothers. I didn't come up with that word. You're already mothers. There's something else birthed in you. God's placed something in you. 